To everything, there is a season, and a time for every purpose under heaven. Join me as we dive into the history behind some of the most beloved songs for every season. Seasons of celebration, seasons of gratitude, and seasons of anticipation, and more. In each episode, I'll explain the history of a well-known song, and then perform some of it for you, copyright willing. My name is Michael D. Young, and today I'm going to talk about God Bless America. God Bless America came to be a song that was meant to bring the nation together during wartime, but it was also initially tied to a particular singer. In 1938, Kate Smith and her management approached the composer, Irving Berlin, for a new song to perform on Armistice Day. So Armistice Day was the precursor of Veterans Day, and it celebrated the end of World War I which was simply known as the Armistice. Irving Berlin looked into his files and found an old tune that he had put away during his army years over 20 years before. The composer, Irving Berlin, was born in Russia to Jewish parents and was originally named Israel Berlin. The family fled anti-Semitic persecution when he was only five years old and moved to America where he became an American citizen in 1918, the same year that he joined the military and went to fight in World War I, and also the same year that he originally wrote the words to God Bless America. He's also written many other hits over the years, such as White Christmas, Blue Skies, Always, and There's No Business Like Show Business. Chances are, if you grew up in the United States, you probably heard some of his songs in addition to this one. He said of his own songwriting, My ambition is to reach the heart of the average American, that vast intermediate crew, which is the real soul of the country. My public is the real people. He wrote God Bless America, initially intending it to be included in a musical review called Yip Yip Yap Hank, named after the town of Yap Hank in Long Island, where he was stationed. It was a very light-hearted musical review, and though he initially intended it for the finale, he decided it was a bit too somber for this particular work, and so he stuffed it away in his files until he met Kate Smith. The original version he had tucked away in a trunk is a little different than the final version, but let me read the lyrics, and you can see that it's quite similar. God bless America, land that I love, stand beside her and guide her, to the right with the light from above. Make her victorious on land and foam. God bless America, my home, sweet home. So he re revised his original lyrics to better fit the circumstances of peacetime. He didn't want it to sound too warlike. He really, he really wanted was a prayer for peace. God bless America, land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her through the night with a light from above, from the mountains to the prairies, to the oceans white with foam. God bless America, my home sweet home. The song became an immediate success as Smith sang it over the radio nearly every week for nearly two years, and Berlin sold more than a half a million copies of the sheet music in just 1939, just that one year. The song also became a popular rallying cry in World War II as well. 
as the entire nation longed for peace and blessings from above. Berlin later wrote an introductory poem that was incorporated into the song during this time. While the storm clouds gather far across the sea, let us swear allegiance to a land that's free. Let us all be grateful for a land so fair and raise our voices in a solemn prayer. And then he would go into the rest of the song. So this was talking about the conflict that began over the sea in Europe. These were the storm clouds that were gathering far across the sea. Today, the Kate Smith version, however, is not often played because it was discovered that she'd also performed some overtly racist songs as well previous to singing God Bless America. This was a common practice among vaudeville performers, as she was at the time, but it's an association that many modern listeners have wanted to distance themselves from. The song, however, lives on with a variety of other artists and remains a patriotic favorite. The song is still under copyright, so I will not be able to sing it for you today, but there are a variety of versions that can be enjoyed online from various artists, and the sentiments that the song embodies remain a powerful message throughout the United States and even the world today. In the words of Irving Berlin, it's not a patriotic song, but an expression of gratitude for what this country has done for its citizens, of what home really means. Thank you for listening. May music fill this and every season of your life. <laughs>